You're listening to the Smash Bros. Cast, episode 35. I'm your host, N64 Josh, player two, and my sparring partner is Nightcrawler. What's up, dude? Hey, we're doing it live. <laughs> we are doing this thing live. Guys, oh, I can't believe, like, oh, I'm so hyped. I'm so hyped. The, the Smash hype train is going strong. But before, before we get into it, if you want to get yourself a free book from Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash SBC. Pick up something awesome like Ready Player One or Super Mario, How Nintendo Conquered America. That's audibletrial.com slash SBC. The chair I'm sitting in is from OPC. You go to n64josh.com slash OPC. You automatically save $10 at checkout. Check out these chairs. They're awesome. That's n64josh.com slash OPC. Lastly, I have a Patreon. If you want to get yourself an extra podcast for just a dollar a month, go to patreon.com slash n64josh. With that, uh, we're going to... Before we get to the countdown, we have an announcement. We are going to be doing a Smash Bros. tournament on Saturday. This coming, not not tomorrow, but the 17th. So you'll have to take a break from Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee to come play a tournament. We're doing Wii U and 3DS. And the winner, the winner gets a copy of Smash Bros. Ultimate for the Switch. For each, you know. So, I mean, I guess technically you could play both of them if you, if you really wanted to <laughs> try to win two copies. Um, and there might even be a second place prize, but we're, you know, we're still, we're still just kind of, we just kind of work out these details as we go. You know, no big deal. But we'll just uh, send you a copy of the game, but not the case because Josh wants to keep the case. That's that's what it's going to be. <laughs> exactly. I don't have the case yet. <laughs> I, want, I need the original case. Um, so that's going to be the uh, November 17th, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern. Be in the discord for all of the information and 64 Josh dot com slash discord. Okay, that's going to be the best place. That's how we're all going to we're going to we'll have the signups in there. Everything will be there. So be in the discord. Come do the tournament with us. It's going to be a good time. Um, I'm pretty sure it's just going to be digital copies of the game too. just throwing that out there. That's just the easiest in case somebody wins uh, outside of the States, that kind of stuff. We'll just make sure it's, uh, it's digital. So there you go. With that, we can get to the countdown to smash. All righty. Today is what is today? Today is 11 Nine. Did I write it down? Nine. Did I write that down wrong? I yes, did. you put the fourth. <laughs> Eleven nine. We are because I was getting excited and I put four weeks to smash. We are four weeks away. Three more shows after this without smash. And on the fifth show, we will no. Is that right? <laughs> next week is I know I'm dragging this out a little bit here now. So <laughs> next week is nine sixteen. 923 is uh black friday is 923 and then yeah so 30th three more shows and then the fifth show or fourth show will be we'll have to take a break you and i are going to be exhausted probably we're going to take a break and we will we'll come to you live oh my gosh it is going to be it's going to be unreal like the hype is going to be real i cannot i can't wait for that show like i think we're going to have a we'll have a little mini competition who's who has more characters unlocked Kirby Geek wants to know if anybody on this show can do math. No. <laughs> math is hard, man. $126 or whatever for, for two NES controllers. It's it's difficult stuff out there. You never know. <laughs> oh, crawlers like chicken little. All right. 
So jumping into the smash news. So we've been seeing footage come out of Spain. There's been some other footage from some other locations and people are beginning to build tier lists. We're getting to see some of the moves from different characters, things like that. So we just kind of grabbed a couple of highlights from things that we've seen over the last week. And uh, one of those things is DDD is going to be able to inhale and spit all projectiles. So that's kind of new, a little bit, a little bit different. It's almost like, uh, it's almost like he has a cape now, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, so, and I, I also saw something with DDD earlier, uh, this week. I feel like his, his grab to up throw to up tilt, I think was a crazy confirm at like 57%. I think, I don't remember what the, the exact numbers were, but it was, it was something fairly broken, but I saw it happening on i think i saw it happening on delfino plaza as well so it was super low ceiling and all sorts of craziness going on but yeah so the heavy i I feel like heavyweights are going to be strong and ultimate just because everyone's move speed is faster but we have all these new moves coming out i saw something i think yesterday with uh king k rules back air Mm -hmm. is him coming like over his head to punch and it's a spike so it's something it's going to be crazy. I love it. I love it. So here's the question and I'm going to kind of, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit, but what you just said was that it's kind of broken. Do you really feel that way? Do you feel that if he has a kill confirm at 56 being a heavyweight, that, that, that is broken knowing that. And, and is that in one V one play or was that in, uh, I I think it was with multiple characters on the screen. So it, it, but I mean, heavyweights in general, I've uh, with any game like and this is kind of why I wish we had a smash test coming with any game. When you put it in the hands of the millions of people that are going to play it, you you can analyze that much more data that much faster than what you get in in internal testing. So, I mean, I'm hoping that they've looked at a lot of the uh, the information from from big house and the, the best buy events and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if all those systems have been hooked up to an online network to convey that information back to the mothership for them to analyze. But I'm hoping that this game is too massive to not have a day one patch. Cause I think you you've downloaded the game, you preloaded it. Right. And I think it was only 13 something yep. gigs. Yep. And if if my memory serves me correctly, I think that there was something saying 16 gigs was the game. So there might be as big of maybe a three gig download on day one. And that could potentially have some balance patches as well. So take take with a grain of salt all these tier lists that you're seeing come out because it is it is a build. It's obviously a it's a more complete build than what we've seen at E3 um, and the Best Buy events that we've been seeing lately. But I still feel like there is balance changes coming. I mean, Smash for Wii U had, I think, 17 balance patches. This game, I think, could be patched fairly often, but we'll see. This is really what's kind of got me curious, you know, because (laughs) anytime a game goes out and 
the developers think, oh, we've, we have crossed all of our T's and dotted all of our I's, unless they're Bethesda. <laughs> they, they know that that will never happen. There's not enough. <laughs> or, or Rockstar. I think Rockstar can't do that either. Yeah, but. which, I mean, you can't blame them for that. They make these massive games, right? All I ever think about is Malcolm from Jurassic Park saying life will find a way, right? It's like th- this game goes out into the wild and there's going to be stuff. I mean, it- it's, you know, obviously they had no clue in Mario Tennis Aces that uh, Bowser Jr. was as broken as he was. It wasn't until you mm-hmm. see everyone use it. The data starts to come in and then, OK, we got to get we got to get a nerf going. So, yeah. And I commend Nintendo for how quickly they responded to that as well. Absolutely. I mean, that was within, I think that was within two or three weeks of the game coming out. They, they got a balance out for that. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. This game, I mean, obviously with what's, what's the roster it's, if you don't count Pokemon trainer as individual characters, I think it's we're at 72. Something I think yeah. as high as 75 if you do, because he's three. I don't know. I can't remember yeah. the exact. So number, 72, but. 73. And then we're going to add one more with Piranha Plant. But that's that's a lot of balance between with priority and with. But I'm hoping with if if we're having as problems that we've kind of been seeing with the heavyweights, if that's what the true problem is, maybe because of their speed and because of their rage and because of their guaranteed like their true combos then maybe we see some of that toned down with and move lag or just to kind of reduce those those true combos possibly but so maybe it could be self-contained within a character not having to balance it against the entire roster because i feel like trying to balance against the entire roster when you start messing with priority or something like that and hopefully that's pretty well established I think we're going to be, I think it's going to be in a good place, but like Mr. Cool Red Luigi saying, this game is going to have a ton of patches. I'm in complete agreement. Like it's, it's got a long road ahead of it. And, uh, that's going to be, we're going to actually in our talking points, we're going to talk about picking a main and this is going to be a factor in this. So we'll, we'll dig into it a little bit more. Um, moving through the, through the news, there is going to be, uh, holiday smash events coming to a town near you. Um, so we have a handful of areas. I'm going to just read them off real quick. We do have a link in the show notes and six, four, josh.com slash SBC 35. So you can, uh, you can check them out. It's also on smash bros.com uh, smash bros.nintendo.com. If you want to be able to check it out, but, um, Glendale, Arizona, um, Torrance, California, Santa Clara, California, Orlando, Florida, uh, Buford, um, Georgia, Schaumburg, I guess, Illinois, Bloomington, uh, Minnesota, Elmhurst, New York, um, King of what? King of Prussia? <laughs> what is this place? Uh, Pennsylvania, <laughs> Houston, Texas, and Tyson it's in Center. Pennsylvania, so who, who knows? <laughs> yeah, crazy. So, so there you go. Those are the locations that... Uh, and so, uh, yeah, so the, these events, it looks like they all start start tomorrow. November 10th and run through the 16th. So it'll be running until after, I mean, what is that? Nine days after the game comes out. So it'll continue. Um, But the hours are going to be Monday through Thursday, four to 9 PM. Fridays will be three to 9 PM. Saturday will be 10 AM to 9 PM. And Sunday will be 11 AM to 6 PM. And this from what I 
believe it is. This will be the the build that we've been seeing all these tier lists and information coming out of from. So it'll be presumably the whole roster unlocked already is what I'm assuming. And it looks like these key or these events are also going to have stuff with let's go Pokemon. Let's go and Mario party. Yeah. Super Mario party. Yep. So they're just trying to sell. They're trying to sell parents on. I think it's mainly at malls and it's going to be sell parents on getting a switch and check out these games that are coming out or are out. Yeah. So yeah. good times. Yeah, there you go. So that we, again, we do have the link. If you want to see the times and uh, locations again, you can check, you can check that out in the show notes there. So uh, guys, this is kind of exciting. Zeros coming out of retirement. Um, he has signed with a new team and <laughs> he did a video talking about his win streak and everything i think it was uh oh i saw i, I think you posted this in the did you was it to me or was it in the smash bros uh, i don't remember chat. if it was in the where if i just retweeted it or what but yeah. nairo is doing a like a reaction video <laughs> and he's the one that beat zero that broke the the 56 game winning streak <laughs> broke the winning streak and zero's like i had an off day <laughs> and i was like you, you hear him just slam on the space bar to pause the <laughs> pause the video he's like i think mean, i think the video you showed me just cut it cut out as he was about to just lay into a tirade but he's like an off day an off day it just like gets all crazy it's pretty good yeah it's really really good we'll try to find a link to get it in these notes but man that was so funny so funny so good it's really awesome to see that he's um he's gonna be coming back he has a video we have a link to it here about um his top character in smash and who does he uh who does he have that character as right now uh, right now it's looking like Pikachu. And I think that's been on a lot of people's list as being I top think, tier. So, I, I mean, and I he's think Esam has had a video character well. that you can start with. So it's, it's something I think everyone can give a try and see how they feel and move forward from there. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think Esam has put out a video as well with the, with similar content. So, um, you know, and again, we're going to dig into this a little bit more before, uh, you know, before everybody jumps to Pikachu, like, don't you know we're, we're gonna we'll talk about it but um he does zero's got some great content on youtube for ultimate so make sure to make sure to check that out there is now a commercial for smash bros kind of like the holiday the holiday commercial and we kind of we wanted to kind of break it down a little bit and so if you guys have seen the commercial right at the beginning of it you see a mario and a pikachu and mario spikes pikachu and it's the slow-mo kill confirm that we've come to the conclusion you can only get in a stock battle for the last, for the final stock, right? Because in timed, it wouldn't make any sense because that just keeps going. Maybe sudden death. It might, it might end up having that same, uh, that same effect. What we're kind of trying to figure out here is if that slow motion, uh, animation pops up, is that automatically a kill confirm, right? Does, does the game know? And I'm not talking like if it was a, because with the spike, depending on the characters, um, percentage percentage, they might be able to recover. 
<clears throat> but I'm thinking if it's a high enough percent that that automatic that kicks in that that animation, and it's game over. You're not coming back. I don't know. What do you What do you think, yeah. Chat. We want to well, hear from you on this too. Okay, I, chat. Some people in chat might remember better than what you and I did when we were talking about this. So I don't remember if it was in because the the E3 Invitational had. I believe they had some timed event. Maybe they had some timed events, and then some of them were stock two two v two and one v ones and free for alls, all that kind of stuff. So they had a lot of different matches going. So trying to determine which one was which, but I do remember some of those slow motion zoom the camera in on that interaction being in the game, but it didn't always necessarily result in a kill. I don't know if that is something that's been tweaked or if that's something that we just noticed more from this trailer because they want to highlight the, the spikes and the, and the final kills and all that kind of stuff. But I believe it's, I, I, from my experience playing the game, I've played six total matches um, at, at my Best Buy event. I think you've played a total of four. Is that correct? Four or six? Oh, uh, yeah. Over, over the course of, of um, PAX and your Best Buy event. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I've encountered the final smashes that interrupt the game. But I don't remember any of these slow motion of just a smash attack kind of, kind of camera's angle. So I don't know if it's something that maybe has been taken out, tweaked, or changed. Um, or I don't remember. We played time events. Well, which, we played timed events. Yeah, yes. now that I'm thinking. Yeah. So we played time so, events, so I don't think we would have seen it. Here's the thing. The, the lightning, right, that comes out when you have landed what, what could be a kill if they don't mm-hmm. DI correctly. Is the game going to hit that slow-mo? Like, let's say I do, let's say I do an up smash. Right. And you're able to DI out of it, even though you're at a high percent and you get the lightning. That's a rare thing, but it does happen. Right. Or if it's a, it's a, you know, a, a forward smash and it's across the stage. Right. And you're and able I have to, a chance to come back. You have a chance to do. So I'm just curious if just like in smash four right now, where you see the lightning, but sometimes it's not a kill confirm. Like sometimes it's not a kill. Will that uh, will that still happen? Because that would really throw off the game. Like I almost, I, I hope the game can just recognize at that point. Like, I, I mean, the community has come to know straight confirms, even without DI, like even with all the DI in the world, there are straight confirms from certain percentages. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure, I'm sure Sakurai and his team know the kill confirms from even from cross stage or not from where where the zeros and ones say that you are standing and they are standing and the amount of damage you hit i th- i think the the program written in the in the code could probably understand what is a kill confirm and what's not and initiate that that camera but it also initiates from from the second you put that that forward smash in for that spike or for that cross smash i mean because it it slows the camera down to actually watch Mario swing his fist, correct? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, full on. Yeah, so I mean it's 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 quick. If it's but, not yeah. if it's not a confirm every time, it will throw off the uh, 
it will throw off the, the, the game because you know, what if the, you know, you're, if you're the one that pulls that move off, it goes slow-mo. You're like, Oh, I'm done. Right. But then that person recovers from it. It, it just seems like it would throw off the, the overall oh. like flow, you know? We'll learn very quickly first weekend, I guess, if you should put your controller down or not. The uh, the thing that I'm thinking is and chat saying like there were some that some E3 videos that showed that animation that didn't lead to KOs. I don't know if it's because of the commercial, because they're trying to highlight that, that, but it looked like it was a longer animation than when you saw like zero and Leffen going at it with Mario and Inkling. And when he up beat him for the kill, you know. I, I need to just watch it again to 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 really see. But my, my gut feeling is, is that's not going to trigger if if you're at like 24 percent and I spike you and you're down just far enough that you can still hit your jump and then you're up B, but it's not enough to grab the stage. I don't think we're going to see that animation kick in. No. I think if you're at like, you know, 50 or 60 and that and I spike you. I think that's when that you're, animation you're hitting works. blast zone. Yeah, yeah. that, that animation is going to kick in at that point. So that's that's kind of but it's just it's just a little curious, like, you know, because we see we see those lightning. We see the lightning right now in four and it's not always a kill. Yeah, but then there's also the other things like a KO punch from Little Mac to Corin's counter at at 40 percent. um Will be a kill confirm. So. Would a would a would a counter initiate that that slow mo? I think it would if it's the final stock. This will so, be interesting. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. I love that it's there. I, I mean, it's I, cinematic. I, it's 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 cinematic. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's highlighting the game. It's it's well, the art of the art of the kill. I had to check my heart rate when I saw Mario spike Pikachu in that commercial. <laughs> I was like, "Well, am I okay? Like this is this is glorious." So. um but yeah, so that was interesting. We also got to see the different ways people were playing pro controller, uh, Joy-Con grip and single Joy-Con. Yep. So, you know, it can I mean, like no, no surprise, no surprise. I mean, I think we were all anticipating those options, especially with eight man smash being. We all aren't. Uh, Daddy Warbucks with our eight pro controllers like nintendo was in their treehouse <laughs> yeah yeah that's i mean that's you know that's just a small price to pay to be able to do eight man smash with pro controllers <laughs> i mean i have i have enough joy cons to do yeah i mean with my pro controllers and and gamecube controllers and all that kind of stuff i have enough controllers to play almost probably 10 man smash but it'll be it'll be good yeah, it. I mean, prepare for hand cramps if you're playing with single Joy-Con. Plumber, I'm yeah, looking at it, you. Give it to the kids. So, how to taunt with a Joy-Con? Uh, you may not be able to. Shake, shake it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, right. So, um, let's see here. Uh, because well, wasn't that with the with the the Wiimote had a uh, it had a D pad though. I'm wondering if you can because you can probably play. I'm wondering if you'll be able to configure two Joy-Cons um, split Joy-Con configuration. I wonder if you'll be able to play it just like uh, Wiimote and Nunchuck. I wonder. I'm I'm kind of thinking that's a possibility, but we'll have to wait and see. Because that would be I know there's not a lot of people that play that way, so maybe they won't. But there's there is the possibility. It's always there. So the the, the last thing was Battlefield stages. And this is where like 
this is where I felt like we need to get to the the bottom of this question because I had this question going into from the moment I heard it at E3. We know we have the normal stage, Omega stage, and Battlefield stage. And I wanted to know what that meant exactly. And so we've done some research and I'm hoping that we are correct in what we found. So I'm just going to throw that out there. But, you know, when I asked crawler information, information is from the internet. So yeah, exactly. You it's, never know. It's from the internet. So, um, <laughs> but when I asked crawl, I'm like, what does this mean? And he said, he said, Oh, it's, um, Omega means no plats and battlefield means three plats. And I was like, okay, fine. But what does that mean for the stage itself? Because right now you can play duck hunt Omega stage and you still have the walls that go mm-hmm. all the way down. Right. Battlefield from what we've gathered is everything. This is this uh, again. This is from the, the smash bros wiki. And this is what they said. Uh, Sakurai said the battlefield stages will all be identical stages except for music and aesthetics. So that means you're going to get, um, you're going to get what we're assuming is the, the upside down trapezoid, so it looks just like the battlefield stage plus the three platforms. And I mean, going into this, we were questioning whether or not blast zones and ceilings would be standard or if they would be adhering to how the stage plays in its regular formation. And based on this information from the wiki, we are to assume that they all play presumably the same as regular battlefield in in just like the regular battlefield stage that you can select everything would just change aesthetics and music and it would play exactly like that so blast zones would be same distance ceiling would be same distance all that kind of stuff and the stage would morph to be the same because we've seen different size inverted trapezoids for the stages um, cause we just did a quick check on what like Omega stage trapezoid looked like for, uh, the Mario Kart eight track, um, stage in Wii U. And it's different than what the stage looks like in regular formation where it's a, just a flat platform. Mm-hmm. It does become a small trapezoid. It's not as large as, as battlefields, regular trapezoid, but it is a trapezoid. So it has that slope to push you up, uh, for those up B recoveries if you do it at the right spot, it slides you up into that ledge grab. So that's what the main thing we were kind of looking, looking for. Well, so and my understanding for this would be like for comp like a tournament. If you, if you want to select battlefield, it can be anything and it can change how tournaments aesthetically look because it, it got stale. And I think a lot of people complained about watching smash competitions was smashville town and city battlefield lilat all that kind of stuff now it can now it can showcase the artwork that is in this game which is a ton and it's all beautiful well it's what it's going and so people that there there may be some people that don't know that don't follow tournaments that kind of stuff there was five stages that were allowed in competition and two of those stages were animal crossing so they almost looked identical but one has a lower ceiling than the other And so when it came to like, which, um, which stage we get banned, that kind of stuff, you weren't looking at much variety. 
now with all of these different battlefield configurations, every stage is potentially on the, um, uh, uh, on the list. Now, that being said, because they don't want it to just be, oh, let's just do battlefield on every stage, because that itself would also be a little bit boring within time. Now you can look at a stage like Smashville versus town and city. One has the lower ceiling. So now how many different stages are going to be built like that, where they have the um, that trapezoid, but their platforms are different. So, well, and then we also have the option if if ceilings and blast zones aren't broken, but there's a stage hazard that's annoying or potentially harming to competitive play, then the regular formation, if it has interesting platforms, not Delfino Plaza because that's obviously broken with where the the platform sits, but if a hazard is the only thing holding back a stage. Now we have the option to run stage hazard off. Correct. So that opens up. So it doesn't always have to be Omega or, or battlefield. It can be some of those different stage, uh, stage configurations. So the best, the best case scenario in my mind is that we see something similar to town and city in Smashville, where you have maps that don't have to be run on Omega. They're just their, uh, they're just their standard stage configure. Um, we see more stages like that, but then we also can have any of these battlefields. So it, it gives the potential for massive amounts of stage for, um, for competition, which I think is, I think is great because it's, it's good, but it's also a double-edged sword because we don't want stage striking to take a majority of tournament play, especially when it's being broadcast. Yeah. And the, uh, we don't have this in the notes, but one of the things I saw this last week, um, let like if you like to hang out on the ledge, if you try to grab the ledge uh, five times in a row, the fifth time you don't grab it, you fall. Oh, if you're just like so like melee players when they would just go, if you just are camping, you will fall on the fifth time. So interesting. <laughs> you, you have to have your feet have to touch the stage after the fourth time or you will just <laughs> drop. So it's, uh, it, it, this is, it's, there's a lot of steps they're taking to, to make this a very interesting game to watch, um, mm-hmm. competitively. And, and I, I know it's going to take time, but I think as the, as the game matures and, and we get a good understanding of where blast zones are and things like that. Um, Patrick Murphy says that's half the strategy for we fit trainer mains. <laughs> so, um, Leo says, what about tethered grabs? Ah, yeah, I, 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 some, I, uh, yeah, I don't remember what they said about that. I know. You still snap to the ledge though, after your tether pulls you in. Yeah. I just don't know that you will grab. If you tried to do that like five times, I think you'd still drop. I think your feet have to touch the, have to touch the stage, I think is what it said. So. And I can't remember where I saw that, if it was on Reddit or what, you know, I'm, I'm trying to spend a lot of time taking in all this information and sometimes I forget to, to save the link. But, um, um, well, before we keep moving past this commercial, I know we were talking about controller options and I want, we didn't get this in our notes yet, but I wanted to touch on it. Something that came out, it was this week that it got announced, right? The 8-Bit Do. Was uh, that yeah. this week that it was I announced? I believe it was, yep. So, um, so 8-Bit Do has a new, um, controller option for 
main, it's mainly for GameCube. It's it's stylized off the GameCube colors. Um, and this is it's called the 8-bit do G Bros wireless adapter. And so it it's a like a large pill pill-shaped um device that is I believe it's going to run wirelessly. Um but it does it does come with a cord. I don't know if we're going to be able to charge it that way. It does in the description it does talk about taking two AA batteries. Um but on one side has a port for a GameCube controller and then on the other side it has the messed up USB, I don't know what style USB it is, but whatever whatever style the game uh the uh the Wii Wiimotes and nunchucks and all that kind of stuff, those, those controllers. So the, the Wii pro controllers that plugged into the Wiimotes and then also the, the classic controllers. So that they come with the uh, SNES classic and the, the NES classic. Um, so there's a port on one side for GameCube and a port on the other for that, that USB style control for all those different controllers that work off that. And presumably, like, so this is showcased as being a ideal for tabletop with your with your switch to have your GameCube controller, the one that you already have, um, utilizing that. So it's something that I pre-ordered this morning, um, and I'm excited to use that more so in comparison than like what Power A is putting out with a wireless GameCube modeled controller. Um, because in this instance, you'll get to use the actual GameCube controller that you you have and you're comfortable with. Um, this adapter also comes with buttons on it that you're, I think, able to hit home and capture as well. So you can have that option. You're not handcuffed by just using your GameCube controller or the, the classic controller. So this excites me because you'll be able to use the, the NES controllers that you have if you want to use that in tabletop without buying the the controllers that Nintendo is going to be selling uh, as an option for the, the classic games or anything else that you might, that could, could to, I guess, function with that. So it's, it's exciting. I'm, it, it also comes with like a, a strap to like tie up all your extra cord that your GameCube controller has. So you don't have just cord dangling around. So that's, it's a nice feature to have. I'm excited to try it out. Yeah, I do have a link for it, too. It's a it's an Amazon affiliate link. If you guys want to check it out, it's uh, just n64josh.com slash gbro. So you can go and pre-order it right there. And it's nineteen ninety nine. So and, I mean, the other option to be able to play with a GameCube controller is you have to use and we talked about it. You've got to get that little cradle that Nintendo put out and then you have to get an adapter for USB-C to regular USB and then plug that plug your your GameCube adapter into that and then plug your GameCube controller into that just to be able to play tabletop. So which would probably be more than 20 bucks to begin with. So it's 20 bucks just for that stand. So, yeah. So there you go. But it is an it is another option if you really want to just be able to practice with your GameCube controller all the time. Um, okay. Next up here, Game & Watch was uh in the news, little 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 controversy with Game & Watch. He his uh forward smash had a uh a feather made him look like a, a Native American and some people were um uh, some people were really up in arms about it. It was kind of interesting to watch the internet like go back and forth on this, but Nintendo has responded and said um, that that will, that is not, uh, I can't remember their exact quote, but something like it is, it, it is not They put out a tweet that, yeah, it, it might come across as insensitive and they apologize for it. And so I don't, I don't remember 
if I was listening to a podcast or if this was just on the internet, um, but they they remastered or or ported a lot of Game and Watch games, I think, to Game Boy in the the nineties at some point. Correct. And the headband and, and feather were replaced with uh just so it's it's a game and watch game that is a bunch of, of game and watches attacking a fort, I believe, and it was cowboys fighting against the Native Americans in the original Game and Watch. And so that was amended in this re-release on Game Boy, I believe, to have instead of the Native Americans, it was bandits wearing like a bandana across their face and they were attacking the fort. So that's presumably maybe what we'll get if if they stay true to what they changed in the game originally when they re-released it. So we'll see. Gotcha. But it's been addressed by Nintendo. Yeah, and it is it is being removed. So I imagine that will probably be in the day one patch, you know. So that uh, that happened. And then lastly, for as far as news, the Piranha Plant codes have already started hitting uh, emails. If you have pre-purchased the game digitally, then you uh, you should have an email. So make sure to check that that spam folder or whatever if you haven't received it yet. Um, it took, I think they sent them out in waves and I got mine like a few days, uh, a few days after I heard they were, they were, uh, being released, but I didn't put my code in until Saturday. I didn't put it in right away. So there is, uh, there's that, but the, the code is already out. So make sure, make sure you don't miss it. So with that, let's move on to the smash blog and, uh, looks like 10, four is another, uh, new, new fighter. Do you got it open? 11-4, but yes. Uh, my bad, 11-4. <laughs> We're not going that far back. Nope. All right. Um, today's fighter is number 60, Ken. Uh, Ken joins the battle as Ryu's Echo Fighter. Uh, their differences are carried over from the original game. Ken's Hadouken is shaped differently. His strong Shuriken has flames, and, is, uh, move, and he moves a bit faster. Uh, he has two final smashes. <laughs> Shin Ryuken... I, I, I'm bad at the Japanese... <laughs> Do you want to say it? You got it. No, I I'm, commended the guy that said it on the stream. And it's like, it's like, it's like, uh, you just say it really fast. You, you, you always have to go like this. Kayaku or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, okay. So yeah, so he's got two different, two different final smashes. One is up close. One's a little bit further away. You guys can read the blog. If you want to read the Japanese, what's funny is the first one is just Shin Ryu Ken. That's all. That's it's literally there. It's Shin Ryu Ken. It's, oh, yeah, two it's, names. it's always, it's always been that way. It's them like kind of their names have always been in it. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of funny, but yeah, really excited. Right. Ken's, Ken's spring, spring boy or uh, spring spring boy, ready to go. <laughs> Not spring boy. It's spring man. He's an assist <laughs> trophy. And uh, wait, we didn't put it in the notes because this reminded me. The characters, the five characters have already been decided for. Oh yeah, that DLC. was yeah, that was in a in a Sakurai interview. I think he mentioned that. Yeah, they've been decided, or Nintendo has approved. I think. If if I remember reading the article, I think uh, Sakurai had a bunch of ideas presented them to Nintendo. Nintendo decided on the five, and now they're working on them. I believe, which could mean getting licensing, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, that kind of thing. Yep. So, on top of obviously developing them, but licensing has got to be secured first. So <laughs> we have the Springman Assist Trophy. I mean, if they just do Waluigi. 
that's lazy licensing, you know, anyway, um, (laughs) Springman jumps and dashes around the stage while using his stretchy arms to punch, 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 just like he does in the arms game. In a pinch, he can unleash his powerful rush attack to pummel the opponent. Oh, next up we have music music. Where's it from? Uh, you can listen to the street fighter two, uh, guile stage. Even fans who have heard this song hundreds of times will find new nuances to, uh, this fresh version, uh, arrangement by supervisor. Yuzo, uh, Koshiro. Nice. Here we go. Guile stage. my gosh crawler you were not wrong you're like oh man you like i had, I had to censor myself right at the beginning because I, I i saw what the music was and i wanted to listen to it because i i don't ever get to hear all of the i get to hear bits and pieces through josh's discord as he's playing it so i don't i never get to hear it all so i had to listen to it beforehand it was really good oh so good mr cool red luigi's like is this is this always gonna play when guile appears i hope so i hope so <laughs> so really <laughs> really really good stuff there as usual like yeah just just awesome awesome stuff okay uh back to the blog what do we got next uh so on eleven six, we had spirits talked about uh, spirits are characters that have lost their physical forms equipping your fighter with spirits will power them up with all sorts of new abilities Wondering how many kinds of spirits there are? You'll have to see for yourself. And they have in the in the blog post here, there are a bunch of actually, ooh, there's I didn't realize you could do this. There are three different pictures here. Um and looks like we see like some uh blooper and knuckles and what's the uh what's the dude that sells you all the the food in from the food truck in uh Splatoon? He's in there. And looks like a Medusa head. And is that an angry Mr. Rossetti up there in the corner? It looks like a very yeah. angry Mr. Rossetti. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you didn't save your game when you left. Yep. He's mad. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, KK Slider, a bunch of different Pokemans, as Josh would say. Careful. Yep. Um, what's the name of your rhino in Donkey Kong? I forget. No idea. I forget what his name is, but lots, lots of spirits to find out, but there's, there's three different like pictures here to look at shy guy. And then on the third page, uh, skull yep. kid. When look at the, look at the cards, each of the cards. I mean, you guys are just listening. I understand, but like there's also slots to add different things. So this is, I have a feeling it's going to be a very, very deep and, uh, just, just kind it's, of a, 
Yeah, it's a gotcha game for free inside this game is what it is. So it's a gotcha game that you don't have to pay money for, which is good. I do want to point something out. If look at the page, look at the second card in. It mm-hmm. almost looks like a Bowsette. Do you see that? It's Peach with a black or at least a dark dress. Do you see what I'm talking about? Down there on the bottom no, of the, the top, second page? The, 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 my bad. The, the second, the second um, column on the third picture. So again, guys, this is on the Smash Bros. blog. But do you, I mean, are you seeing that? It looks, it looks a little bit like Bowsette to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's like an evil peach. She's got the crown on. Like, She's got something up behind her a little bit too. Yeah, yeah it's it's uh, interesting. I don't know. That might be that might be something out of a. It's probably from another game that I'm just not it, familiar I haven't, with. I maybe say, I haven't maybe played Jack a ton of the Paper can, Mario games. That could be a yeah. Paper Mario something. It probably is, but pretty funny that it. That's the one that. Yep. That's it resembles it a little bit. Yeah. So okay, next up we have uh, Fighter Number Forty, Olimar, Captain. Olimar, Olimar, I don't remember how to say his name. You skipped you skipped over additional spirits. Oh, I went, talk, I went too here. far. My bad, my bad. Uh, I'll let you take it. Yeah, more spirit battles from 11.6. Spirit battles have various conditions that may remind you of the character you're battling. If you manage to win one of these matches, you'll get a chance to capture the spirit for yourself. So, again, like crazy. Crazy how much... Uh, there's going to be to do in this game. If you're not like for us, we're going to turn the game on. We're going to play competitively, like immediately, like that's, you know, and then we're going to jump into some items matches and play, you know, four player, just, just party mode and have some fun as well. But I have absolutely, I have very little desire to play the spirit mode whatsoever. Where are you, where are you at with this? I'm, I'm intrigued by it, but yeah, I'm just, I don't know the word, word of, or what's it, what's it called? World of light or word. Is that what it's the other single player is called? World of Light. That, I, that, I think that intrigues me a little bit more. But even still, like that's that's not why I play Smash. Yeah, correct, correct. Okay, so now we have Olimar. I'll let you take it. Uh, Captain Olimar battles uh, by is- issuing commands to various types of Pikmin under his control. Pikmin come in different colors that correspond to different abilities. Olimar's alternate appearance lets you play as Alf. Right on. Right on. This is this is interesting. I never saw this coming at all. Um, Yuri Kozuka's assist trophy. Um, Ko, Kozukata. Sorry, my bad. Yuri Kozukata assist trophy. The protagonist of Fatal Frame Maiden of Black Water game is now an assist trophy. Uh, if she gets you with her camera obscura, you'll be paralyzed for a short time. So watch out. So uh, I Fatal Frame um is uh the series has been around for a while i i'm not positive if we got that game in the states for down like I, if we did it was download only on the wii u I, and that i wasn't it ported to switch uh again on I, eShop? i because i think i remember when when halloween talk was coming around with people wanting to play scary games i i might be wrong but sure. i don't I don't know. No ports to the switch yet is Kirby saying. Okay. She's saying it was download only for the Wii U. Cause yeah, I remember, I remember kind of wanting to play it, but I was like, ah, I want a physical copy of it. So 
Um, and again, we have another spirits update from 11.8. It says there are two kinds of spirits. Primary spirits uh, boost um, the physical abilities of the fighter you equip them to, while support spirits provide special skills. Try out different com- combinations to power up your fighters. So again, and we see pictures of uh, different characters from di- many, many different games and series. Like some of them, I don't even recognize. Oh yeah, I don't recognize some of these. Yeah, there's so many of them. So um, is that is that a Zelda chest with legs on the second page, oh. top column, second second row? That's <laughs> and a halo above it. I don't. I don't know. That is. That's bizarre. And then what's Mario got going on there is Uh, that's from galaxy. That's when uh, it's one of his suits from galaxy where he can. uh, Okay. um, He's like a rock. He turns into a rock or whatever. He can roll around and stuff. So uh, they are, they are digging deep into video game. If you go to the next lore, just all sorts of stuff with these spirits. If you go to the next page, you can see it's a physical rock Mario. Mario. So, um, yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy. I hope I hope there's literally I mean hours and hours of fun for people with spirits. I think it's uh I think it's great that it's there and that it's so so in depth. So, um with that, let's move on to our talking points. So, first up, we know that there is going to be paid DLC. 5 characters, 24.99 you can buy the fighter pack and we know that they're going to be brand new characters, not echo fighters. I'm kind of thinking that we may see some free echoes come out throughout this the way nintendo has been supporting games like aces and splatoon i would not be surprised whatsoever if echo fighters because i mean if you think about it you take ken and ryu there's not that much they have to do to ken to to get him in the game right so you take a character like little mac who you could throw in a king hippo or uh piston honda or glass Joe, even, you know, like some of the bald bull, some of the other boxers that are there, you know, you take, um, Incineroar and now you've got the potential to put in Zangief from street fighter, right? He's a, he's a, a Russian wrestler. wrestler and they even yep. reference Zangief with Incineroar with, uh, with like a spin attack or something. I don't have the exact details, but, but something like that. And so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking we might see you know, a handful of, of free echoes, possibly uh, more costumes, things like that, you know, for characters. I don't know. It, it'd be great to see, honestly, I would love just to see not, I mean, this isn't a complaint about the amount of characters, but I, I think echoes may be an easy way for Nintendo to do some more uh, just free content um, as the game goes on. Yeah. And I mean, if we think that the, the fighter packs are going to take us, like a whole year down the road um, with the potential of uh piranha plant in February and then maybe a month off and then an- another fighter and then a month off and another fighter that puts us at a year. Um, and maybe, maybe those months in between we get a free echo possibly. I don't know. And the other thing I wonder about too, is I wonder if we don't see a pack that is, uh, trophies turned fighters, you know, where we can see Springman, Waluigi, you know, characters that a lot of people were hoping for might might get get into the game. You know, who knows? They've already got the models, right? They've already got the character mm-hmm. models. Everything's like it's just a matter of uh, of getting the moveset. And- as long as we get to curb stomp 
with with Waluigi. Cause isn't that what he's still is he still doing that? What? Does he come out and just like smash your head with his feet? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I'm not even sure, but uh, you know, it's kind of vicious. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, the main, like the main talking point I want to talk about, and we've kind of touched on this before, but like, I think I saw a, a tweet from, from Coney and uh, I retweeted it talking about like, you know, we're seeing tier videos come out because it's some, it's, it's an easy piece of content for creators to do where they can, you know, they can, they can look at, vi- at footage and make that list. Now, we don't even know for sure that that's the final build of the game. Right. And so what his tweet was like, Hey, don't base your main off of these tier lists, right? Still pick like we want to see as many, we want to see as much variety as possible, you know? So you don't have to go for that top tier character all the time. Like that's one of the, the, the coolest things with smash is when you see somebody come up and like, you know, all of a sudden Jigglypuff is, just dominating or, you know, or, you see or Toon Link took on Bayonetta. Yeah. Or peach, you know, like it's just, it's really, really cool to see characters that aren't top tier all of a sudden showing up in, in competitions at, you know, high level and, and taking higher spots as, uh, as the game progresses. So, you know, when you're choosing your main, I, I, I typically would just start with, who are your favorite characters in the game? Right? Who do you who do you who who are some of your favorite characters? For me, Mario, Bayonetta, you know, I love Punch Out, so Little Mac, I love Street Fighter, right? So so Ryu, Ken, that kind of stuff. That's where I'm gonna start. Is I'm gonna go with some of my favorite characters. If if none of those uh if none of those characters really resonate with me, well then. I'm going to just start playing other characters until somebody fits my style. Right. I mean, I love the Zelda series. So I've played, I played link. That's what I've used to play in the past. The star Fox series is great. So, I mean, there's such a massive variety here. Like it doesn't have to be based on who's the best, who's the best. Like maybe it needs to be based on who you're going to have the most fun with. And it doesn't mean that you can't play some of those other characters too. Right. It's not like you're going to be stuck with one main. Like I plan on having a handful of characters that I know that I know very well right now with Wii U, I mainly just play Mario because I wanted to at least get one character down that I can move into ultimate with. So I don't know what, when you were choosing your main, what, uh, what were some of the factors? For you? <clears throat> um, why well, I, I had played for the longest time, just i mean very casually and i played shulk a little bit but that was also before i had bought any of the the dlc um i'd also played a little bit of falcon um but when the dlc came out i did want to try them and bayonetta was easy to pick up but i mean i think that's almost true for everybody when it comes to Bayonetta, just because of how she plays. Mr. Cool um, Red Luigi says instead find the most broken character and span their broken move. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when you and I started uh, playing a little bit more, I did. Uh, I feel like I did try out more of those DLC characters just because I did have a, a small amount of time with them, but then also spending time just on the random the the question mark button and just letting the game decide what I was trying out. And when I found Corin, it it was just something that that I mean, I just felt comfortable with and and getting to learn those moves, I felt even more comfortable. Um 
I still enjoy trying to jump on on random, and I think that can improve your overall gameplay exponentially just because you can understand how characters move and all that kind of stuff. So it helps you out when once you have decided a main. But moving through that process, getting to experience as much as you can, especially go online and if you get just if you you're with somebody you're comfortable with and you get just destroyed by somebody that could just be their skill with that character or it could be uh, an avenue for you to try out that character maybe see how how you play with them and so uh, sometimes when i get get beat by somebody maybe i'll won't try to take on them with their character just because you know you're probably going to get beat pretty bad again especially if you're learning something but but hop offline play against a, a partner or just hop back into a a free frog game or a, or even go back into a one-on-one and just try it out and see how you do. It's all about experimentation in my mind. Yeah, absolutely. Just try, you mm-hmm. know, play different characters until you, you have one that clicks, you know, like, like crawler did you just hit that, hit that random, that random button. And, and like I said, my goal is to put enough time into this game that I can be fairly efficient with, with, with many characters. And the reason for that is not just to, uh, not just to be good at those characters, but like crawler was saying, so that you understand how to counter those characters, you understand, you know, what I can see in four glory matches that I play a lot of, a lot of the similar characters. You see a lot of the the same characters. And then this week, and this is going to kind of go into just, um, just progress for this week. I ran into somebody playing, it wasn't in four glory. They, they joined my chat and then we ended up playing against each other, but, um, they were a zero suit Samus, which I hadn't seen a lot. And we had some great, great matches. Like they were on a completely different like level than me as far as their skill. But I was having a great time learning, like learning to play against that character, you know, and le- you like when I see, uh, I saw Corin come in on four glory and I was like, I, I had, and, and they weren't, they were not yeah, very I, skilled. I, as I say, I happened to jump into your, your stream while that was happening. And I was like, Ooh, this corn doesn't use their, their neutral air enough no, at all. No, no. And, it, but, I mean, and you, you having played me as much as you have, you're aware of the moveset that's available to them, even if they didn't quite understand it all. And you were able to anticipate different things and were able to kind of dissect it a little bit. And I feel the same way when I run into a Mario on for glory as well as I understand the different possibilities that are there but that's also because that is our most common matchup and we have understood it and trying to go against somebody that plays a different character can sometimes be very challenging if you don't understand all the the possible options for recovery or for spacing or for neutral game all that kind of stuff it just it can once you understand it it you're able to dissect it and potentially find openings Here's what I, here's what I've had happen to me. Maybe you've had the same thing. I will be in four glory and I will beat somebody like maybe once, maybe twice. And then they switch to Mario. (laughs) So they're like, okay, that's it. You've beat me with Mario. Now I'm playing you with Mario. And I love those matchups because I like, I can almost anticipate everything that's going to happen. Right. And then on top of that, I also watch what they do that helps me improve my game. Okay. So here's, and this is what I, this is what I heard multiple times this week while I was streaming smash. You're mixing things up way more than you ever have. 
Okay. So in my, in my journey with this game, what has happened is I will learn something. I will overuse that thing, become predictable with it and then start losing. And then I will learn something else. And, and I can, I know that some people are watching me going, why are you doing the same thing over and over? Well, I'm trying to get the muscle memory down. I'm trying to get that move down. I know that I'm, I'm losing because I'm not mixing it up, but it's helping me to, it's just rinse and repeat, right? Last week I was frustrated because I'm like, man, I have all this stuff, but nothing's, it's not clicking. I took two days off this weekend. I didn't play Saturday or Sunday. I had family visiting. I played Diablo. You know, we just hung out. Diablo, was, yeah. Diablo took over a little bit. Yeah. Diablo has <laughs> taken over my life. But, but what happened when I came back Monday, it was like, everything was fresh and I had a different, uh, a different mindset going into my games on Monday. And w- one of the things I've started doing to mix things up, this was like my pattern for percentage. Okay. With Mario, 0%, get my grab, get my, uh, up tilts, you know, the thousand which, year up which, tilt. you, which you've tried to get away from uh, somewhat. I started putting it back in though, b- b- for good reason. Um, so 0% down throw up tilt, right? Then a little bit higher grab, uh, back throw and then jump for fair, right? That was, that was kind of, and then I played against somebody. They're like, man, you're throwing that. You're throwing your, you're doing the back throw so often that you're not even doing the down throw and getting your combo to get that percentage up. Right. And I was like, oh, good point. Okay. Then I, I played against some other Mario's and I'm noticing, oh, they're throwing their, their, uh, up smash as part of a combo. Sometimes I was never doing that. My smashes were always saved for after the percentages were way, uh, were, were up higher that I could get a kill with them. But if you can have a guarantee, if you can have a true combo that incorporates a smash, then that's just getting you extra percentage. Exactly. Here's the other thing that's helped a lot with, uh, with, with Mario anyway, and, and maybe it's true for other characters. How often in smash do you, uh, you go in for your, you know, you've got your approach and then you might do a cross up or you end up behind them, but you're also facing the wrong direction and you spam your jab and you're punching the other way. You're back to back, right? Nobody's connecting. Well, in that situation now, when I am, when I am, uh, when that happens, I'm immediately hitting my C stick the opposite direction and throwing that forward smash in the correct direction. If it's, it's usually going to be enough that it's going to land, knock some percent and push them back. So then I can reevaluate what my next, what my next move is going to be. Do I need to be, you know, defensive? Am I gonna have to throw a Cape at a projectile? You know, what am I going to do? Yeah. Cause you're running tilt controls now, right? No, I still run the same way. You saw a smash stick. Yep. I still have my smash stick. So, so you're, so you're turning around and throwing a smash attack. I'm not turning around. I'm just hitting the stick, the, the, the smash attack, the direction of the opponent. So I don't have to hit my, I don't have to hit the left thumbstick to turn around. The smash automatically turns me around and has me facing the right direction so that I can, I can initiate that, that move. You know, it's, it's one of those things that I, I mean, I think will forever be the struggle with smash is how to really set your controller up. So it's best for your play style. I've basically left my, the only major addition is I added the jump to the Z button for me so that I can use those, do those jump cancels with, uh, with the up smash. 
Um, Leo is saying the fireball approach thumbs up. Yeah. I've been really like, I've been using fireballs a lot, a lot trying to, you know, get moves set up on that approach, like throwing fireballs that are, that are, I'm so close to when I land that if they, if they, uh, shield it's an automatic grab if they don't it's also a grab because they're in that the animation of getting hit by the fireball and so and the other thing i've noticed is just as i've played against certain certain characters more and more i can see based on their i never thought i would say this but based on the amount of frames of their animation i know when i can go in and get that grab and when when it's not going to be safe Right. And that is something that I'm super hyped about because that is allowing me to get in between an attack, get a, get a throw and get a combo started, or at least do a decent amount of percent and then back out. And so right. it's just made that, this week a ton of fun. And you'll be able to kind of dissect that in ultimate with the training dojo kind of with how it, I think it almost has frame by frame breakdowns in that training mm. training room. Yeah. So you can kind of see that, see those opportunities when they open up. But see, and, and so what I'm talking about specifically too, is characters like cloud cloud is one of those characters that I'm seeing that like, Oh, I know if this animation is starting, or I know that if I throw this fireball, I can get in here. Or if this attack is being thrown, I can get in there in between, you know, this isn't every time. I don't want to sound like, like, this is happening every time it's not, but I'm starting to pick up on, on some of these moves or some of these animations that it's like, I can punish that at this second. Like if I do, if I'm, if I'm late, I'm going to get punished for it for moving in. And if I'm early, I'm going to get punished for moving in. So, but it's just, it's, and all of this is just happening from playing consistently and playing regularly. And, uh, um, Jay Harley says we can be community punching bags. No, the point is that we all continue to progress together. That's really what the point of this is. I'm having so much fun. Do you know how many matches I lose against people in the community? I am a punching bag. I am a punching <laughs> bag and it's making me better. Like yep. it's absolutely making me better. I love the matches against, you know, Leo and PK Rami and, and Gabe and, you know, and, and crawler everybody. Like I'm loving these matches that, I'm getting destroyed in because it uh, it's helping me learn. Leo's saying it's definitely more um, more. He said, "What do you say? It's definitely more frequent, though. Don't count yourself out. Our matches were definitely getting closer because of it. Right? The longer I play against the same opponent, I start to I'm starting to see patterns. Right? I'm starting to see like what they're doing, what I can expect, how I can anticipate. The moment you start anticipating your opponent's moves, that's when you're, that's when you're winning the match. And it, it also becomes, yeah, if you can be there with a smash attack when they come down, then. Or even, you know, even like, like with Leo, there's times that like, if his boomerangs out, his next thing's going to be an arrow, not all the time, but a lot of the time. So I'll throw that, I'll throw a Cape knowing that that, and it, it, that arrow will go flying back. And then when that arrow hits, if I'm dashing in there, I can immediately get a grab and start, you know, start chaining something together. So, um, and even watching people's watching the way they return to the stage and things like that, like once you can really start anticipating stuff, which is why you want to mix it up and play against other opponents and stuff too, because you don't want to just get in the rut, like, but you start seeing the, I've seen other tune links that do the same thing. It's like a barrage of projectiles. And so, 
you know, it's like, oh, maybe everybody watched the same video that says do this and this. And then, you know, how you're going to be able to uh, be able to counter it. So a lot of it's just going to be it's just going to be putting that time in and, and be prepared to be the punching bag because it's how you're going to get better and, and just fight through the frustration, you know, cause there's times that you want to win. Um, um, but, uh, and then like Mr. Cool Red Luigi is like, that's why I've tried to be random. And I'm like, no, I need you to play your main. Like I need to, I need to have you at your best because that's what I want to, uh, that's what I want to practice with, you know? So I don't know. How about for you this week? Anything, anything jump out for you and your, and your, uh, uh, in uh, so I mean, I did a few, few ma- You and I played just a few matches. I think on Wednesday night, I played a few with Super Nintendo last night. Uh, I hopped in Four Glory before we did the show here for a little bit. Um, I'm just still working on that neutral game, and and I, I feel like I've been mixing stuff up a little bit. So I've been seeing progress, but Diablo consumed my life this week a little bit. So I haven't played as much as I w- was hoping to. <laughs> but we'll uh, need to get back to it, especially with only four weeks to go. Got to get back in it. Got to, got to get back into it. Got to get back into it. So um, yeah, exciting stuff, guys. We're going to be, um, Oh, we're so close. We're so close to ultimate. I can, I can, I can taste it, man. <laughs> so, all right. Well, with that crawler, where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me hanging out in Josh's discord. Um, N64josh.com slash discord. Uh, remember to stay tuned there for more details about uh, the Smash tournament, and then uh, also on Twitter, Nightcrawler seven two four Nightcrawler without the e. Uh, same with Twitch, but I think my I think my laptop doesn't like me anymore, and I need to get a new computer <laughs> for streaming. So uh, you can follow me on Twitch, but I might not be streaming as much as I would hope. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, guys, the uh, music you're hearing right now is the Metal Melee theme. You can check that out at n64josh.com slash Metal Melee. Uh, audibletrial.com slash SBC is where you can get yourself a free book from Audible and help support this show. Uh, don't forget, on top of getting um, your free book, there's also Audible Originals, and you can get two of those each month with your subscription as well. So audibletrial.com slash SBC. The chair I'm sitting in is from OPC. Go to n64josh.com slash OPC to automatically save $10 at checkout. And uh, I do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash n64josh. For just a dollar, you get an extra podcast each month. And uh, yeah, there you go. So you can check that out as well. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Farmers Only, all of it's N64Josh. Um, this show is available on iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube, so if you want to watch the video after the fact, you can. We also do it live on twitch.tv slash N64Josh at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, so come hang out. If you got a second to rate and review on iTunes, we would greatly appreciate it, and the best thing you can do for us, if you if you want to, is share this show with your friends. So take a s- screenshot of your screen while you're listening, post it in your, your favorite Discord, you know, Reddit, whatever, and uh, you can help us out, help us spread the word. So thank you guys so much, and we'll see you in the next episode later.